Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is supported by the team at NZ Audio Editors. For all your editing services, you can find us on the World Wide Web at com. Welcome to Rocking Midlife, the podcast show that is here to encourage you that your second chapter in life can rock. My name is Kat Coluccio, I'm your host, and in each episode I will be joined by some amazing people who have chosen to rock their midlife years and beyond. So if you're looking down the barrel of midlife, and wondering if your best years are behind you, this podcast is just for you, so make sure that you subscribe. Want to continue the conversation? Join me in my free Facebook group, Rocking Midlife, or find me at catcoluccio.com, where I have some fabulous free giveaways to encourage you that it is never too late to have a new beginning in life. But for now, let's rock. Welcome back to another episode of Rocking Midlife podcast and I have a wonderful guest joining us today all the way from Canada. Please welcome Serena. Welcome. Hi Kat, nice to see you. Yes, so good to see you. (laughs) So Serena and I met initially at the Forever Fierce conference that I attended in 2018 which seems so long ago doesn't it with everything that's happened in between. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but one thing that really attracted me to Serena, not just the fact that she's a lovely lady, but her artwork. At the time, she presented the most amazing painting to Catherine, the lady who was hosting the conference. And this painting was more than just a portrait. It was beautiful, but it something in it. She captured Catherine's essence. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know more, stalked her online, and here we are today. <laughs> so... What I'm going to do before we dive into some conversation, because we've been having a great old chat before I press record, I'm just going to read a little bit of an intro about you, Serena, okay? Okay. So Serena creates art with a vision to connect and empower women. 
and her focus is on portrait and figure paintings. Her passion is stories and she brings that out in the painting about the person. She believes that everyone has defining moments in their lives that they learn lessons from and that these have the ability to shape their futures. So I love, again, it's like using your talent, using your art with a purpose. So she wants to help other women see themselves in her artwork and be able to honour every part of their journey too while reaching for a life that they love. This is amazing. I love it. Art with a purpose. Tell us a little bit about what you do, why you do it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It all started kind of with my story. Um, I had always done art. I had a mural business back in Hamilton, um, the town where I lived before. Yeah. Um, but after having children and I had to get back into the workforce um, to supplement what I was doing at the time, I wanted to get into my artwork. I wanted to create that as my business. And I wanted to paint people. I love, like I said, like you were saying, you read their um, people's stories. Yeah. And I, but I didn't know how to start. And I thought, well, I'm just going to start with my story. <laughs> and I had been through, you know, a, a difficult time. I had been through um, a marriage with abuse in it. Yeah. And I left and I was, I ended up putting in, submit, submitting um, a group of paintings to an art show and getting a solo show based on that experience. It wasn't wow. only that experience, it was other women as well. And what they'd gone through maybe with loss or my best friend um, had a difficult diagnosis. So it was kind of like going through grief and difficulty and coming out the other side. And that's what that body of work was about. Yeah. Yeah. So doing that, I met a lot of women who really related. In fact, even men. And it just, it resonated with me that people felt so similar to me and I wanted to keep producing pieces that meant something to people that yeah um, explained their emotions yeah yeah so so I mean I know you've got a really big backstory and we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit soon but just just with your art you said it was something you always had did you then decide right I'm going to go learn a bit more or or you just totally taught yourself and decide I'm going to start painting <laughs> these people how did that kind of happen and and when yeah. did this happen this kind of happened around the midlife sort of season sort of thing yes that? sort of yes so it started um I was I took a, a one-year course with McMaster University um but it was very very basic um and then I started a mural painting business so I would mm. paint kind of what people wanted landscapes different things yeah and the midlife thing, after having children, getting back into the workforce, that's when I decided I wanted to paint people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's the new. And I did take a little bit of a course. Um, those two little girls on the wall behind so me. So beautiful. I was commenting yeah. on them earlier. Beautifully done. <laughs> I painted along with a gentleman online and kind of got, you know, the feel for it and then just kept going and and some of them are horrible if I pulled out yeah. some of my paintings and <laughs> say, wow. But that's how yeah. you get better, isn't it? So you consciously right. worked on your craft, didn't you? Yeah. And I'm still working. There's so much to learn, so much yeah. to learn. I'm always trying new things and learning new things. So, but that's, that's part of the fun of it too, right? It doesn't become stagnant. There's always something yeah. new. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. that. I love that you picked up something that you had some talent and love for and really you know, got into it and reworked it because that's what I'm often encouraging women to do, particularly with the art, because I find yeah. a lot of women at midlife, it's all about physical symptoms. Okay, I want to, I'm worried about my weight, I'm worried about mm -hmm. earning enough money. It's all of those things. 
and because mm. you know I've come I'm, I've got a music background and mm-hmm. you know, I've got an art mm. background too and oh. and I find the arts are often the thing that's left neglected whereas that's the thing sometimes yeah. if women pick that up is that yeah. is that fulfillment I'm expressing myself again it I'm, is it's yeah. a healing journey even yeah. you know I found I found creating those pieces I had the music on and I was remembering feelings and yeah. it, it was a healing experience for me as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah, we didn't even talk about the arts thing before. But <laughs> yeah, I, I won a music scholarship when I was 11 that sent me off to a whole different high school wow. right over the other side of the city, did that for five That's years, amazing. then travelled right across Australia one side to the other and managed to get into yeah. the conservatorium, which is like your Juilliards in, in wow. Um, yeah, and Amazing. studied there for another four yeah. years and performed as a professional player for over 25 years. But art was my other side. I used to sit in my okay. bedroom drawing at midnight yeah. and drawing faces <laughs> in particular, which is, I think, oh, another reason why I've been so drawn to what you do, yeah. just, no pun included, yeah. intended. <laughs> but just, I just yeah. think that art and any of the arts is, are just neglected in so many ways. We push them yeah. aside because we think they're frivolous. Right. But they're not. They're, yeah. they're so yeah. powerful, aren't they? True. It's true. They are. Yeah. 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 How, how so have people true. reacted when you've given them the portraits that you've you've painted where you've captured them? How have they reacted? Oh, to that? Well, so many of them are ones being sent. <laughs> so yeah. I don't get to see their reaction when but um they're usually very happy how I've captured them. And and I get a lot of, like you said, people saying that I capture the essence, which is yeah. what I really want to do. That's that should a desire for me to really capture the person. So sometimes when I'm um, going to do a portrait of someone, I'll ask to have a Zoom meeting with them yeah. or send me lots of pictures because I need to see, you know, what's that little smile they do or what's that yeah. glint in their eye, that certain little thing. And if I can, if I can capture that in that painting, I'm really happy. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, Love yeah. it. Yeah. So, so how long have you been doing this now with your art business? So it's about five years. Wow. Five years. Yeah. So not a whole long time, but yeah. but plugging away and yeah, yeah. And I'm really seeing your work it. online, and we're going to pop all your links up there too, so people can okay. go see what you do. And awesome. and it's really worth looking yeah. at Serena's work, folks. It's not just a pretty picture. It's it's art that says something and captures mm-hmm. something powerful, which is incredible. So obviously, a lot of what you pour into your pieces like you said, originally came out of your story. So you've got a really interesting story, which I think would be really cool mm. for, for midlife people listening in to hear yeah. too, because some people may have had similar experiences. I know I actually have. We've talked about that. Yeah. But yeah. you came out of a very, um, how can we put this delicately, <laughs> a, very, a very strict group of um, a certain belief. Yeah. And that really yeah. shaped your world. And you had to refine yourself, didn't you, with that? Can you tell us a little bit of what happened there? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I grew up in that strict religious group and it was a very limited social group. So everybody kind of stuck together. Um, lovely people. Great. Um, and I really wanted to please God. I was a you know very yeah. um, believing Christian. And... Um, but it came to a point where when I um, got a divorce, it the beliefs didn't quite mesh and it became a difficult journey to keep that same, I don't know how to explain it exactly, but <laughs> to stay <laughs> but in yeah, that the, place sort of thing. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> and my my relationship with 
with God changed. You know, I, I, I feel like I got stronger in my relationship with him in a sense, because um, I was able to connect with what I thought he wanted in my life. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I focus on love and things like that, um, but not to get too into religion, but <laughs> um, yeah, so it was, it was tricky. I ended up finding uh, a new relationship with a wonderful man. And because of that relationship, I was shunned. By you were shunned. Okay, yeah, so shunned. people who yeah. aren't, excuse me, <clears throat> mm-hmm. for people who aren't familiar with that term, yeah. how would you define shun? Because it's an experience we've been through too. Right, right. Well, no one that I had known in that group, which was like, again, it was very small. Everybody stayed together. So yeah. we didn't make friends outside. So everybody so I had been, your whole world, been friends with yeah. Yeah, no longer would talk to me, including yeah. family, including family. So yeah. it was really, so it was a very lonely walk. Um, yeah. thankfully I had a wonderful therapist. I highly encourage you anyone to find a therapist, yeah. if, you know, if, if they go through something that difficult, so you need someone to be able to talk to about, yeah. you know, the difficult things, but yeah. that must've been such a hard place to be in. It was, it was, I, I sometimes look back and wonder how I got through it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still picking up a few pieces here and there and I'm still healing, but yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Um, Definitely the art, like I said, was a healing journey. So creating those pieces about, you know, many people's journeys through loss, abuse, yes. sickness was kind of what I had built that group of paintings about. But as I painted them, it was my story. I was painting, you know, yeah. those pieces yeah. were, yeah, yeah. So it was very healing to go through that. Um, but yeah, very a difficult journey for sure. Did yeah. you find that you were dealing with a lot of grief? for what you had lost and yes yes but it was so funny because it would come out different ways I didn't even it would come out as guilt or it would come out as um anger although I'm not an angry person outwardly but you know you can feel the anger inside of you and when I spoke to the therapist she was that's grief it's all under the grief umbrella and I thought that was interesting how all these feelings were yeah you know had a lot to do with the grief of losing, you know, not only a marriage because, you know, obviously for, I was, I was married for 20 years. So oh, I really that, yeah. put my heart and soul into trying to make it work. Um, yeah. But then losing a community as well. Yeah. Yeah. And feeling like, <laughs> like the Scarlet woman. <laughs> yeah. It was tough. It was tough. And, and knowing that I was, you know, this, this new man that was in my life, I'm now married. We got married last August. He's a wonderfully gentle and kind man and helping my boys to, you know, learn different ways of being. And I'm grateful for that. So that's a huge journey to go through with grief Mm -hmm. and loss Mm -hmm. and then to come and find love and and Mm -hmm. start to find your own voice through you using your gift of art and everything. It's quite a huge Mm -hmm. journey. And I'm, I'm sure that's made you so much more relatable to other women who have been in the same place I feel myself so much more empathetic I think I've I've always cared about people but when you go through something I think it's so much easier even if they're not you can put yourself in their shoes even if it's not the same thing yeah you can you know the level of pain that someone might be feeling You, you can feel more empathetic and then yeah you can really want to help because you, you think you think back to how you felt like oh my goodness 
you know, I don't want that person to feel that way too. Yeah. 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 I want them to see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. That's brilliant. Now I'm just going to have a look here because, because I, Ask all of my guests before they come on, what are three key points that you'd really like to share? So I'm actually going to read yours okay. uh, well, <laughs> one at a time because I thought that was okay. so good. So, And then I'll get you to expand on it. So your first point yeah. was every part of our journey should be honoured for the lessons it provides and the empathy it can create in us, which is where we're at right now. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, so every part of the journey. So so you're saying that you've reached a place where you can honour what happened to you or those black moments. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah. That's huge. I think when we go through difficult things, um, you know, we just want to get through them fast, right? Yeah, <laughs> so true. Let's just forget about the awful feelings and get to the happy spot. But yeah. I think I did that in my marriage. I kept trying to just stuff things and... Sorry, I'm going crazy with my hands. Yes, I'm, good. <laughs> I'm expressive. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's healthy to do that. Of course, we all know stuffing our feelings isn't healthy. I, and that's what I mean by honoring. I think we have to acknowledge, you know, this is really crappy what I'm going through. Yeah. And that's okay. And I'm going to listen to the sad song and I'm going to cry and I'm going to paint or I'm going to run or I'm going to play music or whatever it is that. Yeah. And get those feelings. Let the waves wash over us. Feel it. And once you honor that, I feel like it's it's like you're accepting it. It's okay. Yeah. It's it's bad, you know. And then you can move through it yeah. to get to the next level. There's always gonna be levels and I always yeah. feel like it's you know, it's gonna kinda come and go in waves. It's not just a linear line. But no, that's right. Yeah. But eventually you get out of it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. You know, there's a, there's a phrase at the moment, I've spoken on this a few times with different people and groups, and that's toxic positivity. And mm-hmm. having this, you know, this mentality of, no, I'm good, I'm positive, it's all good, it's yeah. all good, and, yeah. and not actually stopping to, you yeah. know, acknowledge grief and loss and pain is yeah. actually toxic. It's not good for you mm-hmm. physically, it's not good for you mentally, yeah. and it's yeah. not actually good for your kids to witness either because you're teaching right. them that they, they're not allowed to really feel or express feel what they're going through don't they how true how so, true yeah that's yeah. a good point yeah yeah so I, I think that's really valuable particularly for yeah. women who find themselves and I've got so many of them in the rocking midlife group who have found themselves suddenly facing single life after so yeah. many years of being with a partner but mm. actually that does suck it does hurt it does. and you and yeah. and there is grief associated and that is part of your process isn't it yeah. so yeah. yeah yeah okay here you go your <laughs> second point we're <laughs> not alone in our journeys and I hope my art helps women see that yeah yeah just like you said so many right whatever and it it might be one thing for one woman being alone or it might be grief of a different kind or um, a diagnosis or whatever you know yeah. yeah so we're all on this planet and we're all we all get stuff in our life that's hard yeah but to know that you're not alone. I think that was that was one of the harder things. Um, I, w- I would feel alone sometimes, and mm. I had a I had um, a few people that I was able to talk to still, and you know, just that kind of lifeline. Yeah, you know, it's so important. So important. Yeah, that that was going to be my question. Like having yeah. lost so much of your support base, which is what my yeah. husband and I went through too at one stage mm-hmm. when we lost 
people that mm-hmm. we thought were our entire community. Yeah. How did yeah. you cope with being single and trying to support yourself and and mm-hmm. starting dating again after being through a long mm-hmm. marriage? How did you cope with all of that without having that solid support? Now you didn't mention you got yourself a good therapist. I did. Which I think is is brilliant. Yeah. But did you have yeah. to go make new friends? How, how did you fill that void uh, in your life? Because so women was, tend to need women, don't they? Yeah. I I reached out to a few older friends, but most were long distance, so that was hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very lonely. I didn't have a lot of time to go make friends, and my kids were still young, so I couldn't yeah. leave them and go out in the evening and and you know attend a class or go for a walk because you know they were eight and eleven and would probably beat each other up while I was gone <laughs> if they were just too young. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. I'm still working on that. Honestly, yeah. I'm still working on making connections and of course now COVID-19 kicked in and it's even harder to make those connections yeah but yeah that's that is one of my is fabulous isn't it yes yes that is one of my goals to keep working on that but I do have a few good close friends that yeah I've stayed connected with and they were my lifeline yeah, yeah that's fantastic and also you yeah. you discovered online tribes too because yes you and I both ended up at that same conference and that yeah, was through exactly through online women but yeah yeah putting yourself out there trying new things and yeah that's my goal to keep doing that yeah yeah brilliant love it okay (laughs) and number three here we go ready for it (laughs) there is a way to get through the difficult seasons and use the lessons to create a wonderful life and it's never too late which I love because my personal motto is it's never too late to have a new beginning in life yeah so What what are the learnings you've had? How did you get through these difficult seasons? What are the lessons you have that, that someone else might be able to grab onto and take hope from? Yeah, just basically touching on the same things that we've talked about is just to, um, I find when you go through difficult things, you get stronger. Yeah. So not only the empathy, um, but you also gain a strength. You're, you think you get through one thing and you're like, wow, I got through that. Okay. If I got through that, then, you know, the next time that something hits you sideways, they're not expecting, yeah. right? And, and they, they do keep does. coming. They do they keep do. coming, don't they? Yeah. That's called life. <laughs> yeah. You kind of go, oh, well, I survived last time. Okay, I think I can probably do this one. And as those build up, and I, you know, at like midlife, <laughs> sometimes yeah. they start coming faster, right? Yeah, the they do. You have to deal with. Yeah. Um, you realize, or I realize that, I can get through it. I can do. I can do this. I'm. I'm a strong person. And so then, you become more resilient. Um, is that sort of what you? I think you so. With that? I think yeah. so. Yeah, more resilient. Um, realizing that my voice um, is okay um, because I think I, my voice, growing up in that community, my voice was very quiet. You just kind yeah. of, you know, did what everyone told you. Um, but yeah, you, you weren't allowed to, to stand in up, your, were you? you no, no, to, it was, yeah. yeah. So you start to believe that your your thoughts are okay or your decisions, you know, can be okay. And yeah, I maybe, maybe kind of do know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, there must have been so yeah. much unlearning and deprogramming for you to go through, not just from the community that you'd broken with, but from mm. what you'd accepted as normal life with, mm. your, with your with your husband, your abusive situation. I can imagine yeah. there would have been so yeah. much unlearning. And I'm still going through it. Yeah. I'm still going through it. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely easier all the time. Um, but, yeah, I'll find little things trigger me and I think, oh, 
And then I source back, where did that come from? And it's like, yeah. oh yeah, okay, that came from here. Or that belief came from there, you know? Yeah. And then I have to kind of challenge it. But, yeah. So here you are, you've, you've come through this incredible experience of controlling childhood, adulthood, um, yeah. an abusive yeah. marriage. You've worked through so much of the grief and pain associated with both and the loss of yeah. the people in your world. Yeah. How do you feel now? What's what's next for you? What are you looking towards? Um, I want to just keep doing my art and creating pieces that encourage women to, like I said, honor those feelings. So not every piece that I create is, you know, always happy. Some of them yeah. are sad, more sad. Um, but I but I am trying. I've kind of gone through that a little bit more now, and I'm trying to create more pieces that are, you know, about strength and about loving yourself as we are, um, about hope for a better future, you know, just keep connecting with other women. And, and, and I like listening too, because, you know, this yeah. is my experience and, and I've, I've spoken to friends and it's much of what they've said to me and things I've heard from them and that I bring into my paintings. But the more I learn, the more paintings I want, I get ideas for what I want to create. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm hoping to go with all of that. Yeah, I love it. So you're just yeah. basically just going to keep growing and evolving and touching other people's lives with your art. Yeah, and having Beautiful. their stories touch my life. I learned yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that's that's just wonderful. So Serena, people are able to find you at serenafineart.com. But like I said, we'll have all the links there. Um, I just want to encourage people, seriously, have a look at what this lady can create. She is so talented, <laughs> but there's so much heart behind mm -hmm. what she creates. This, this, we're not talking about someone who just churns paintings out for a livelihood. <laughs> we're talking about someone who creates purposeful art, and there's such a difference, and you mm -hmm. can see that in her work. So I just want to thank you so much for being with me today, and I'm thank just you. looking forward to promoting this and yeah. introducing more people to your talent and your heart. Awesome. And, well, thank you so yeah. much for having me. Yeah, it's been so amazing to talk to you all the way across the pond. <laughs> I know. Isn't that wonderful yeah. that we can actually get on? And I've got a friend in Canada. Woohoo! And here I am yeah. sitting down here in Auckland, <laughs> yeah. New Zealand. And it's incredible. You know, yeah. It's just this yeah. is why I love technology, just for the fact yeah. that you can connect with, with beautiful people around the world. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much again. And I look forward to seeing more of you online. Okay. Later. Same here. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining me on the Rocking Midlife podcast. If you've been inspired by today's episode, please make sure to share and leave a review on iTunes so that more people can be inspired to rock their midlife. Remember too, you can get my free giveaways or contact me at catcoluccio.com. I would love to hear from you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.